He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Matt. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well, uh, give website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious God in heaven, we thank you again for allowing us another opportunity, a chance to come and worship, praise you through your word. Lord, we ask you to bless those under the sound of my voice. Give them a clear mind, clear heart, clear emotional, spiritual setting, Lord, to feel, understand what you need them to hear, Lord, what you're saying to us, Lord, in our lives right now. Lord, we ask your will be done. We ask to be in your will for whatever purpose you have for us for the kingdom. Oh, God, we love you and we thank you. Bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Say a word for your people. Give me strength from on high, Lord. It's not preaching I do, but preaching done through me. Lord, we hope a word is said to be a blessing for those. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. God bless you this morning, Sunday morning, uh, second Sunday in October. Thank God for you, for those who are. Uh, here in a few minutes with Pastor Mike podcast. Last week we mentioned that uh, we'd be in Romans chapter five, verse three through five. Um, hope you had a chance to read the entirety of that chapter, especially our key verses for this morning. Uh, next Sunday, the Lord says the same. Titus uh, two, uh, chapter two, verse eleven through fourteen uh, would be where we will be. Uh, context for scripture for next week. Um, we have began a new series, uh, a hope to lean on. Um, this new series dealing with hope and hope that we have helped someone in the category of hope, the area of hope uh, for whatever you're going through right now. This morning, Romans chapter five, uh, verse three. Uh, Paul writes to the church at Rome, uh, the Romans, uh, participating in uh, the Christian walk, the Gospels of Christ. Paul writes this, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have also obtained access through him by faith into this grace in which we stand. 
and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, we also boast in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance, endurance produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. This hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Uh, as Romans chapter 3, actually I began on verse 1, uh, 1 through 5. Got grass withers and the flower fades away with the word of our God shall stand forever. So I'm going to tag this text with a few minutes. Pastor Matt, the second Sunday of October 2022. Sometimes we forget. Sometimes we forget. Uh, on an early morning, way back in July 1998, my wife and I went to the hospital because we were expecting a new addition to the family. My wife was in labor for what seemed like two weeks, but turned out to be only 18 hours. As with any woman who has experienced childbirth, there was pain. There was uncomfortable moments of request made by the doctor to push. There was grunts and groans and tears. It was a painful situation, but she did not quit. Even as I uh, gave her ice chips, uh, to help uh, the pain, uh, she did not quit. Why? Because she knew that at the end of the process, no matter how long it took, hour after hour, at the end of the process, there was something that was going to be born. She counted it all joy, not because of the pain, she counted it all joy because she knew what would be produced because of the pain. If you asked her when she held that baby in her arms for the first time, if it was worth it, she'd tell you yes. In fact, the reason I know and know many other ladies think that it's worth it because they decide to do it again. God wants us to know that when he allows or bring a trial into our lives. It is with the purpose of giving birth to something new. Birth to a new reality of Jesus Christ. Birth to a new level of spiritual growth. And birth to new depths. In trials, you don't feel happy. Because usually with trials, there is no love and happiness. However, God wants us to know that our experiences, although painful at times, are not in vain. He wants us to know that he can take the pain and bring something out of whatever you are going through right now. That's what Paul is giving over to us in the text. The text, Paul, who has endured his share of pains, is telling us that if we just don't forget that this pain is worth something. That the trials are worth something. That the tribulations are worth something. You're just not going through just to go through. And, and, and we as Christians, we as those of us who've been called by 
the Lord to be redeemed. Got to remember that, yes, God puts us through the trials, but yes, there's going to be something that we're going to get after the trial. <laughs> and some of us got to realize that it may be spiritual growth. Some of us got to realize that it's going to be something tangible to the kingdom, and it's not about us. It's all about what God can get from us for the kingdom, for him. Paul, Paul writes, First, let's look at this, and he writes in verse 3, and not only that, but we also boast in our afflictions because we know. Well, let's look at this. We, what, what, what is that telling us? Well, rejoice in trouble. That's our first point to look at, rejoice in trouble. We boast in our afflictions. Boasting means to brag. Boasting means to put a, some shine on what we've gone through, what we have gone through, because we know, eh, yeah, we, we, we may be saved and secure, but right now we live in a world of trials and tribulations. We know. Notice some of the great privileges that have, as, uh, that are as believers in Jesus Christ. We know. Privileges saved by grace. Privileges, we got an eternity. To, to, to look forward to with Christ. We know. Eh, boast in our affliction. Paul says that Christians can rejoice in the bad times of life. You wonder why is this true? Because of that little word? No. We know that all things work together. When the trials of life descend, the true believers knows that God is working out his will in our lives and is attempting to produce in us a state of Christ-likeness. Uh, Paul, Paul was ever trying to attain to be like Christ. And that's what God's purpose is, to bring us through these things, these storms in your life. There is a purpose. God is making us like Jesus. I want to tell somebody out there, can I put a, Parenthetical Paul. See, some of us trying to still live ungodly, and we're wondering why we're going through some stuff because Jesus needs to be our focus. And if he's not our focus, then you're just going through what? Yeah. Just to keep on in sin. Just to keep on doing what you want to do. God is trying to make us be like Jesus. Trying to sculpt us, trying to chisel all the unnecessaries. He's trying to get us away from that fleshly thinking. He's trying to get us away from me, myself, and I. But we need to be focused on Jesus. And that's why the tribulations come. Some translation CSB is affliction. Some translation say tribulation. And all it means altogether means pressure. That are certainly times when this life will exert pressure on the child of God. However, true Christians know, mature Christians know that it takes pressure to produce Christ-likeness. It takes pressure, process is used to do many things in this world. Pressure used to turn coal into diamond. Pressure is used to turn 
of olive oil into oil, pre, pre, uh, of olives into oil. Pressure is used to turn grapes into wine. Pressure is a needed process to get the anointing out of a saint, to get anointing out of the Christian. So somebody ought to yell, press me, press me, so I can get all the anointing eh, out of me. It's the pressure in this life of the believer that forces out more of that stuff we don't need. That old sinful nature. And it reveals more of the image of the Lord. I tell you, the sculptor, he chisels off the things he don't need. When you look at the final sculpture, it looks like what he intended in the first place. Oh, my brothers and sisters, we can rejoice in trouble. If we remember that every trial is a blessing from the very hand. Of God. There, there is a purpose. Paul wrote 828, and we know <laughs> again that all things works together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Our time will allow me to unpack that called according to his purpose. You got a lot of folks trying to still live out of the purpose, out of the will, and still be blessed. Well, I told you, I'm just praying for folk to be in the will of God. I'm praying for folk to be in the will and God's will be done. I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with folk still trying to live an old life, but you want folk to pray for, I'm not praying for you to be sinning. Praying that God put some things in your life to get your attention so that you know that you need to be living for the Lord. Yeah. When we get chosen to suffer for him, He's merely helping us become more like him. And secondly, recognize our trouble. Not only do we rejoice in trouble, but recognize our trouble. 3B, the end of 3, said that affliction, no, that affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character. And proven character produces hope. This hope will not disappoint us. And, and there's benefits from realizing that you're under pressure because the tribulation leads to the pressure. And the patience leads to endurance. Can I stop right there and say a lot of Christians have just thrown in the towel because the patience has not led to endurance. They didn't have any patience while they went through the trial, so they have no endurance. So when things come up awry, they're the first ones to throw in the towel. And then experience, proven character of maturity, and then the hope, the confident expectation that we will not be disappointed. And I can tell you, my brother and sister, that hope and trust in God, you won't be disappointed. Putting your trust in Jesus, you won't be disappointed. Yes, the trial's going to come. Yes, the wind's going to blow. And the storms are going to come. But yet, you won't be disappointed. And, and, and what Brother Paul is saying, that when troubles come in our lives, as a result of our walk with the Lord, we learn to endure and through endurance, we are matured and proven in our character. 
Then as we see God sustain us in the difficult times, we can rest in the deep settled knowledge that he is in control and will see us through. The more we endure for Jesus, the more we become like him. I think I say that again. We know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that he is in control. We have knowledge. <laughs> That's what Big Mama used to say, soon, soon and very soon. We are going this. We have knowledge of what will happen if we keep the faith, keep your hope. <laughs> As we got told you to hang on to what you got. Sometimes we forget that we are not in control. Sometimes we forget who's in, who's running this business. Just because you're going through don't mean you're going through. <laughs> you're not going through without Jesus as your director. But then, but then, then let's not hold you too long. Lastly, Brother Paul says, we look at rest in our trouble. Well, we rejoice in trouble, and we recognize our trouble, and then we rest in our troubles. And that, that, that last part of verse 5, because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Yet Paul stating, telling making a point that the road to maturity is paved with struggle. That the road that Jesus said, pick up your cross daily. <laughs> but first, you got to deny yourself. It's going to be a hard time doing that for the Lord. But when you know you can do it, we can rest in the deep settled knowledge that he is in control and will see us through. Just ask any saint of God, how can I rest in my struggles? What well, two things Paul give us a glimpse into. What Paul meant is that what God will do and what God has done, I'll say that again. Somebody make it happen right there. What God will do and what God has done. If you don't believe me, the Bible is splattered with all kinds of testimony. Come in, brother Abraham, and tell us what you mean when you say in your text message that if you believe what I say, I will point you to Mount Moriah. Come here, Brother Joseph, and tell me what you mean in your Instagram. When you said, if you ask me, I point you to the Egyptian prison. Come here, Brother Moses, and tell me what you got. Moses said, I point to the backside of the desert where God had me to develop me. Through my struggles, come here, Meshach, Meshach, and Abednego, 
and they will point you to the fiery furnace. Daniel, you say, in the lion's den, I discovered that God could put lions on a diet. Well, come here, big mama. Uncle Pookie and him, I know you got something to tell us now. And they'll say, yes, he held me through my storms. Yes, sometimes I forget that it's not all about me, but it's all about him. Yes, I rested in my struggles, resting in my pain, resting in my trials. That just means that I've turned it over to the Lord and his will be done. Not going to stress myself about what I can't control because he's in control. And because he's in control, everything looks different because he's in control. And I know that everything will be all right. Big Mama also tell you, he has the power to keep our hearts in perfect peace. Isaiah said, thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. And I thank God, hallelujah, if there's somebody in the area, tell them, don't forget who's in control. Don't forget who give to give him praise. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ, his blood and righteousness. On Christ the solid rock or stand, all of the ground is sinking sand. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. They also tell you, I came to Jesus just as I was. Weary, wounded, and sad, I found in him a resting place, and he has made me glad. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? I was sinking deep in sin, far from a peaceful shore, badly stained, deep within, sinking to rise no more, but the master of the sea he heard my despairing cry and from the waters lifted me now save him i won't he do it say he will i know he will sometimes we forget but i know he will sometimes we get disgusted but i know he will sometimes we forget and let discouragement take over our hope but i know he will and if you ask me for some evidence i point you to the cross because on a friday night they marched him up carries hill and nailed nails in his hands nailed in his feet. He died. Yes, he died. He died on an old rugged cross. But three days later, I still got my hope because three days later, 
I still got my joy. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said to be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life, and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say.